previously on Air Out My Shorts. Whore. Buttons. Whore. Buttons. Whore. Buttons. Whore. Preston. I've got something here. Crabs again? No. Good, because I hate when you make me look at them. It's not like a flea circus. It's not all that entertaining. to air out my shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Oh boy. Oy vey. I feel terrible. Me too. Me too also. Too. Oh man. Man oh man oh man oh man oh man. It's been a while. How you been Buttons? Oh, I've been, I've been great. Did you miss me? Absolutely. Ah. I missed you. I missed you, too. Ugh. Happy 20th episode. Yes, yes. Yay! Woo! <laughs> I'll have to put in some applause there. Yeah. Cue the applause. Cue the applause. I feel like I've been run over by a truck and dragged for seven blocks. Mm. Yeah, me too. Still got a headache. So what have you been up to? I did a few days as a PA on a on a commercial shoot, which was interesting. Haven't done anything like that before. It was fun. It was exhausting. The hours were crazy long, but it was it was all right. Uh, one thing though is that uh, I I went by the production office today to to settle up some petty cash and and whatnot. And one of the other PAs from the shoot, he came in, and uh, he had gone out boozing last night. Mm-hmm. And he just came in and said, I got loaded. Some girl punched me in the eye three times. I broke my toe running over roofs in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. And I woke up today with a tattoo on the back of my leg. Wow. Really? Yeah. And you believed him? And what was the tattoo? Uh-huh. Oh, he showed it to us. It was a five. Just a number five? <laughs> yes. And he has no idea and why? He, no. No, he was just thinking, maybe it's incomplete. Maybe there was supposed to be something else. That's fucking cool. <laughs> That's really cool. I love That's it. That's quite a story. I don't, you know, I don't... I think, I think it's fantastic. I don't know many people with, uh, you know, I mean, there's, I hear a lot of drunken stories all the time hanging out with alcoholics. But uh, but that one, def- that's a classic. That that's, is... that's like a beer ad kind of yeah. uh, story. Well, it's actually more like a, a drink responsibly ad. Well, yeah. that's Know when to draw the line. <laughs> exactly. That, that's awesome. I couldn't awesome. believe it. What did you do? I spent the weekend in Detroit. Oh. And uh, I, I wish it made more sense than, than the story of the guy you just told. But I'm afraid it's that disjointed. Um, and I also, because I don't know if this is happening to you, but because of this show, I'm constantly, it, the, the day after, the morning after, I'm, uh-oh, I'm having one of those word whore wordless days. <laughs> um, 
the every morning. I'm bombarded with pleas of you can't say that and you can't say this and you can't talk about that and you're not going to talk about this on the show, are you? So my whole weekend has to be relating code, I'm afraid. But it was it was the best weekend I've had in months and months and months. <clears throat> I well, was, that's kind of unfortunate. Uh, I like I, I can understand. I don't. Yeah. I'm not into uh, you know airing out people's dirty laundry or right. anything. Right. Right. Not show, not but. real people's dirty. Not real people's real dirty laundry. Yeah. So. Uh, a friend of mine did swallow a marching band. I, I can tell you that much. And I was at one of the most bizarre and wonderful homes I've ever been to in my life. And I was attacked by a giant-headed, horny monkey woman. And there was a video about sailors slapping each other, which was strangely erotic. Sailors slapping each other? Yeah. I don't know what it was called, but I just sort of, in was my it head... Was porn? It was a pornless porn. Pornless I porn. I think it was meant to be naughty, but there was nothing blatantly naughty in it except for basically sailors slapped each other silly with no plot line and dialogue it was great i loved it sounds brilliant silly sailor spank i don't know what it was really called but i'll find out for any of our sailor spank inferno (laughs) no everything's spank inferno yes but I, I actually had the actual real monkey spank inferno. The giant-headed monkey woman like tried to go down on me. It was scary. <laughs> it was really creepy. I had to run away. Because she was a monkey woman. Yes. Yeah, yeah that. Uh, you know. It didn't help. Simian sex it, is usually frowned upon. I, I'm yeah. Um, I'm not going to get into which animals I would consider, but monkeys wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't be on my list I, because you know how I feel about monkeys. We've talked about that before, but it definitely didn't help matters that I had been um, consuming some organic matter, ah, which made the whole monkey head thing really fucking scary, and that's. Pretty much my weekend in a nutshell. Ooh, you want to just barrel right into a short? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. I I think the plan is, I think we're going to uh, air out the next edition of uh, Michael Beth- Beckwith's Dandy Fairy Tale. Yes. Because of much uh, listener demand. The, uh, he's very popular. Michael Beckwith, Michael Beckwith, Michael Beckwith. Say it, it's nice. Michael Beckwith. Um, we have chapter three of this epic. Which is longer yet again than chapter two, so we may be in some yeah, trouble here. We might uh, have to break it up. Although we'll have to Breaking see. Breaking up is hard to do. It is, especially. They say that breaking it's concise. up Anyway. Hard to do. Sorry, I don't I, know the words. I can't help that's you. That's okay. I wasn't looking for help. Breaking up is hard to do. There's two versions of that, isn't there? Um, I only know the Neil Sedaka one, which is the only one that should be allowed. Who else did it? Neil Sedaka. Neil Sedaka did two different versions? I think, yeah, because I think he, there's he a covered 50s... covered himself? Yeah, I think there's like a 50s version and then a 70s version. Oh, 
Or wait, no. That's an unusual thing to do. Or 60s, I guess it would have Did been. you have the, the double album, Neil Sedaka, Paul Anka double album? I never owned Neil Sedaka or Paul Anka. Oh, you should be shot. My sister might have. That wasn't on the... Uh, do do be down do be do down down Isn't that how it starts? Breaking up is hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take our love away from me. Don't you leave my heart in misery. Come on, baby, let's start anew. Because breaking up is hard to do. That's yeah, because there's then there's the one, <laughs> and even uh, there's the big. I remember when you held me tight. tight. Yeah. Oh, he did like a he did a lounge version. Yeah. I'd like to hear that. I saw Paul Anka live in concert, <laughs> and that was wonderful. Did you throw your thong at him? I did so. Mm. And he liked it. Did he sniff it? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> Did he stuff it in his mouth? Maybe. <laughs> After the show. It's Paul Anka we're talking about, not Tom Jones. I mean, <laughs> the whole thong thing was a bit of a stretch. He's a lovely man. A Canadian man, I might add. Yes, he is. I think we're, we're going to read A Dandy Fairy Tale by Michael Beckwith. Chapter 3. Once, five minutes ago, a knight and a princess got married, followed by a butler and his master getting married. Needless to say, the butler and master had their honeymoon right in the church with the crowd to boot. To boot? To boot. Meanwhile, the knight and princess were riding off into the sunset towards the Super 8 Hotel circa medieval times. <laughs> Sir Michael and Princess Deborah were happily married and ready to start their lives together, starting off with a lot of boot knocking. I love you, dear, exclaimed Sir Michael. I didn't know we'd get Keanu Reeves again. I didn't think we could afford him for the well, you know, for the uh, third sequel. He, he was locked into the whole series. I didn't know that. Shut your mouth and stick it in, damn it, yelled Princess Deborah. All right, all right, mumbled Sir Michael. Sir Michael proceeded to put the bag of popcorn in the microwave and hit them one minute. Plus button a few times. There, are you happy, dear? asked Sir Michael. Very, cooed Princess Deborah. Now get over here. The previews on this movie are about to start. They are the best part, you know. Sir Michael proceeded over to the couch where his wife was. What movie is this again, dear? asked Sir Michael. It's Amelie, damn it. Don't you ever listen? asked Princess Deborah. Sir Michael just has a blank stare on his face as the microwave goes off. Ooh, popcorn, exclaimed Sir Michael. So he gets up to go grab the popcorn in a bowl, but is interrupted by knock by a knocking door. Sorry, I'm adding in... Letters? <laughs> letters. <laughs> it, I think Michael Beckwith was maybe... Uh, uh, All Beckwith, doubt. Yes. You think he's hopped up on goofballs? I wonder who that could be, said Sir Michael. Sir Michael walks over to the door and opens it to reveal George W. Bush. Housekeeping. <laughs> How housekeeping? I don't even. I can't. Housekeeping. I can't. I can't do really? this accent. <laughs> I thought that I, I can do I, any of that. I wish I could. I really wish I could. Housekeeping. I don't know. Says G W. 
Hey, you're not housekeeping, you fucking liar. You fucking lie. Okay, let's just read it as is, because I think it's intentional. Are you sure? <laughs> well, I don't think it's intentional. I was, I was going to fix it. I was proud of myself for fixing it on the fly. Yeah, well, well done. Hey, you're not housekeeping, you fucking liar. Yelled Princess Deborah. No, really, I am. They impeached me as president, and this is the only place that hired me. Oh, you can do a better accent than that. No, I can Give it a shot, pleaded G.W. Oh, yeah, Mr. Former Sucky President. Where is your cute little maid outfit? <laughs> they had to special order it. All the stocked ones are too small for me, said G.W. Trust me, I'll have it in a week. I hope I have the legs for it. Oh, that's pretty terrible. All right, we believe you. Now, what do you want? It's our honeymoon, said Sir Michael. Well... Here at the Medieval Super 8, we believe in quality service, including checking on our guests regularly. I was wondering if you needed some more towels, a fluff pillow, a good suck-off, anything at all, and I'll help, stated GW. Um, I think we're, I think we are good at the moment, said Princess Deborah. She had to do the talking because Sir Michael is stuck with a shocked face, thanks to that last line by GW. I think Michael Beckwith was as drunk as we usually are when he was writing this. Yeah, that's only fair. Mm. Write it drunk, read it drunk. <laughs> Sir Michael finally manages to close the door and hangs a Do not disturb, especially homo formal, former presidents that want my wang sign. Where, where do you think he got his hands on that? <laughs> Once that is done, he proceeds to the bathroom to puke and then brush his teeth. Sir Michael had returned back to his seat with the popcorn in hand. Isn't the French language so beautiful, dear? Sir Michael wasn't paying attention because he was trying to find a good way to initiate a kiss. Oh, no, you don't, hun. Not with that popcorn puke breath combo. Please, I may be kinky, but that's just repulsive. All right, fine. They proceeded to watch the rest of the movie with no interruptions at all and finally went to bed for the night. The next morning, they got up and got in a quick breakfast. So what are our plans for the day? Asked Princess Deborah. Well, first up, we have the Atkins Fan Convention, and then we have a tour of the local museum. I heard that Leonardo da Vinci had had his work up for the week, so I figured we'd check it out. Then later tonight, I scheduled us to go watch an execution, said Sir Michael. That sounds like a wonderful day, squeaked Princess Deborah, despite not quite seeing the excitement of an execution. Before we go to the convention, we need to stop by the marketplace. Why for, dear? I need to pick up about 15 loads of bread, hun. Loads? Loaves. I, I said it, loaves. I'm sorry. Do it again. I need to pick up about 15 loaves of bread, hun. The plan is for us to go walk around the convention, eating the bread and getting weird looks from all the people in attendance. Plus, if any of them start to attack us for eating the bread, all we have to do is throw the bread at them. It's like raid. They either die from the carbs or run away like a little bitch. Fucking carb haters, mumbles Princess Deborah. This is a... Uh, I don't understand. It's an interesting departure from the other stories. No, there's no... <laughs> I don't even know. It's, it's <clears throat> kind of lost its fairy tale aspect and, and, you know, 
turned oh. into some suburban thing. Yeah, but, you know, marriage does that. Yeah, that's true. So they proceed to the marketplace and make their purchase. Fifteen minutes later, they are strolling through a huge crowd of Atkins fans and getting more than their fair share of scowls. What's Atkins fans? The Atkins diet is the, oh. the meat diet. Oh, no. And now I understand the bread. Dear, they are looking like they are about to get violent. Said Princess Deborah. I told you we should have brought wheat bread. White bread has worse carbs. Sir Michael just shrugs. Pretty soon they get approached by a person with a badge-looking name tag on their shirt. I'm sorry, sir and ma'am, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave, because you're causing a lot of uneasiness, stated the person. Oh, yeah? Well, what if we don't want to leave, pig? Oh, yeah? Well, what if I don't ask so kindly this time, you turkey? Shouted the person. During all of the shouting, Princess Deborah looks at the badge-looking name tag and sees Mrs. Atkins printed on it. After noticing that, she taps Sir Michael's arm and points to the tag. You stupid bitch! Shouted Sir Michael. You're the devil's wife! Sir Michael proceeds to grab a slice of bread and shoves it in Mrs. Atkins' mouth. Once that is done, he turns to Princess Deborah and whispers, Run for your life! They both proceed to run for the nearest exit, while Mrs. Atkins spits out the bread, pukes once or twice, and screams for the convention members to chase after them. However, due to rarely ever eating carbs, everyone was so low on energy that they only made it to the exit before passing out. The two proceeded to make their way over to the museum that was displaying the work of Leonardo da Vinci. The two took their jolly old time to look at each piece that provided interest to them and had a really good time. What time is it, dear? 7 p.m., hun. Why? Shit! We're going to be late for the execution. So they quickly pay and run off to the execution area in the center of town. Since this was a huge event, the place was packed, and it was hard to see anything. Sir Michael started looking around for any place where they could sit at an elevated level, and he found a couple of seats up in the bleachers. Let's go up there, dear. Okay. They climb up and get comfortable, just in time to see the condemned let in. The sheriff proceeds to start reading off the list of crimes that the person had committed. Hear ye, hear ye! One Hillary Duff is hereby sentenced to hanging for the following crimes. Starring in a shitty TV show. Starring in a shitty movie based on the shitty TV show. Starring in other shitty movies. Finding her way to a recording studio to make totally craptastic records and influencing Lindsay Lohan to try the exact same things, said the sheriff. Oh, my God, those should be illegal. Once that was done, Hillary Duff was placed within the noose and hung till the last breath of her was expelled. Once again, the sheriff spoke up. If you would all like, we have punch and cookies in the back area for your convenience. Also, this announcement, meet back here next week when we condemn Lindsay Lohan for the same crimes that got Hillary Duff. Sir Michael and Princess Deborah stuck around long enough to see the guards remove Hillary Duff's body from the noose, but skipped out on all the refreshments. So, honey, 
You ready to go back to the hotel and knock boots? Oh, baby, you know it. We need to do it at least once before we go home tomorrow. Half an hour later, G.W. is walking towards Sir Michael's and Princess Deborah's room. He gets to the door and places his hand on the doorknob before seeing the Do Not Disturb sign, along with hearing the sound of boots knocking. All that comes out of G.W. is a snicker before he goes further down the hall to check on other guests. Inside, Sir Michael and Princess Deborah are knocking boots all right. Both are on the bed, with cowboy boots on both of their hands, and they are clapping their hands together. Oh, baby, this feels so fucking good! I love you, you sexy biatch! <laughs> By this point, the, Wait. in the... What? <laughs> I need sound effects. <laughs> Are you gonna read? <laughs> are you gonna read that again? Yeah. Or do you... Oh, baby, this feels so fucking good. I love you, you sexy biatch! Scream, Princess Deborah. Keep it going. <laughs> By this point in the boot knocking, Sir Michael is reduced down to pure gibberish. <laughs> Said Sir Michael. <laughs> Oh, no, you gotta keep it, keep it going. Don't stop. You can't start. do two things at once. You're losing the momentum. My, my thoughts exactly, dear. Oh, you can do it better than that. My thoughts exactly, dear. And you gotta moan, too. Oh. Pretty, oh. pretty soon, they both fall back, huffing and puffing. Oh. <laughs> Sir Michael then rolls over to his beautiful wife and gives her a long, loving kiss. I love you, dear. I love you, too. Cooed Princess Deborah. We better get to sleep. We have a long day of traveling tomorrow. Yes, we do. At which point, they held each other in their arms and slowly fell asleep. Morning came, and they packed up after getting another quick breakfast. Then the two rode off into the horizon on their way home. And that was the thrilling conclusion. Roll credits. <laughs> uh, I just, print. I wish you'd Star done... Star wipe. I wish you'd done a better GW. Sorry. Or should I say W? G.W. President Evil. Well, that was a that was an interesting uh, finish. Yes, and I noticed there's no um, implied sequel forthcoming. No. And they all lived happily ever afterly until stuff. Until stuff. Till Michael Beckwith gets off his lazy dove, or off of Hillary's corpse. <laughs> Ugh. Who do you feel like calling? I don't know, but my drink's empty. Mine too. It's a good. It's a good time to refill them, but we should make a call. Well, I like when okay. it's all compactulated. We'll make a call, but first let's get our drinks. Okay. Whore. Buttons. Whore. Buttons. Whore. Buttons. Whore. 
88 Fingers Willie, you're on the air with pressing buttons and the word whore. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How come everyone says that when we call them? Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I guess because, you know, we're kind of least expecting you guys to come out of nowhere. It's kind of like... Um, Kind of like being ambushed by uh, uh, Stacy and that other guy in What Not to Wear. <laughs> well, that's coming next. <laughs> this is more like What Not to Say. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. The you were telling me that there's a, a term for uh, the uh, the spooge art that we were talking about, and I couldn't remember it. Um, on the uh, David. Uh, Chappelle show uh, and and on some other show they were using the term skeets 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 how, how do you spell that I think it's S-K-E-E-P-S skeets I, th- I think it's skeets yeah and, and then I was telling you that um, um, it's it's funny that, that they've got this term skeets because we used to have a term uh, that meant essentially the same thing called screeps screeps that's right. And was this something that uh, that was popular when you were a kid? Um, it wasn't so much when we were kids. It was, I guess, when we were older kids. <laughs> and uh, um, and you, you never say it once. You say it like five times. Like, skeep, 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 skeep. And, uh, yeah, and basically it just means um, the art of uh, ejaculating all over whatever animate or inanimate object might be available somewhere in front of, uh, of your penis. Whatever's handy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> whether it's moving or not, whether it's alive or not. Exactly. Whether it can fight back or not. <laughs> skeep, 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 skeep. That's right. Yeah. I, I got it. And this is, the, this is the noise that you make when you're doing it, I guess? This is, this is what's going through your head, I guess. <laughs> you know? Or, or um, um, and, and I was also telling you that our term, screeps, was was probably uh, was the same thing as skeeps, but maybe with a little more a little more angst, if you can believe that. <laughs> so it was it was desperately squeezing your penis to try and uh, ring out a little extra distance. <laughs> I see. Hey, I, have there ever been competitions for distance? I was just wondering that. I don't I don't know. You know, it's uh, sort of like the standing long jump. Only more like the standing long squirt. <laughs> to me, to me, I've always thought that it was more more a question of quantity than than distance. <laughs> really? So, yeah, you know, the more paint you have, the better art you're gonna make. I guess. You know, if you put it in in that terms, but uh, I don't know. A little goes a long way. I, I I suppose. You know what? I'm really glad that that's the way you feel about it. Well, it depends. It depends on your perspective. You know what? It's just something um, about the consistency of semen. There's just nothing else like it. Now, you can like I, I would. I would love to be the special effects guy who is given the task of trying to come up with uh, fake semen. Now, because I don't care. Like I guess if you if you sort of injected a misty uh, coloring into egg white, that might be something close. Yeah, you'd have that to could wa- maybe work. you'd have to water down egg whites. I think. I, I guess exactly. You know, there's just nothing quite like semen. If you mixed egg whites and tame conditioner <laughs> with a little bit of water and shook it up real good, that would make some great faux semen. <laughs> 
little bit of Javex or Borax. <laughs> what for <And> the <laughs> for the scent or for the stain? Just, just for the scent. Just just to give it that extra little bit of realism. You know what? There's there's a funny story I got to tell you about, and it has nothing to do with anything except uh, except this very very sort of topic. And I remember. Um, Back at the, uh, one of the agencies I used to work at, uh, a guy telling me about how he was up in the attic and, uh, and he was uh, having a, a dry night. And so he was, uh, he was masturbating and uh, just then his girlfriend had come home and was making her way up the stairs. And he'd just gotten to the point where there was no way he was gonna give this up for her. The point of no return. Exactly. Uh, and so, he uh, searched around the room, and the first thing he could grab was this big woolly sock. <laughs> and uh, and so he spewed his load into this sock um, and contorted his face and, and, and was able to keep a straight face by the time she came up and zipped up his fly and whatever. And the first thing she did when she got into the room was said hi, kissed him, and then threw the socks on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And made funny swishy noises as she walked around the room. She didn't feel it? No, she totally felt it. <laughs> totally felt it. And, and then I, I was going to ask if she had a pig leg. What he was doing coming into socks. <laughs> Sometimes you have to use a sock to make it feel a little less like your hand. <laughs> oh, God. That, that's a show right there. <laughs> is is I mean, women are sort of naturally, uh, I guess, expected to masturbate with, uh, with objects that kind of look like protrusions and stuff. But what do guys masturbate with? I think most guys use, you know, straight, the straightforward right hand and, and occasionally the left. And I don't think guys go much, like, much beyond that or venture elsewhere. Well, well no, that's not true. I think that's shamefully unimaginative. I've heard oven mitts. Oven mitts? Mm-hmm. How do oven mitts, like, remotely resemble a vagina? I, ha I have no idea. Oven mitts? I don't think they need to resemble anything. Uh, I see. No, but if you, like... It's just, it's just for that one step away from... It's... What's the word I'm looking for? One step away from... It's that detachment. That right, right. Buffer. You just right. need a, you just need a buffer. Something that is in your hand. A, a sock puppet. Right. At least, that way, it has some personality. Right. <laughs> that, right. That could work. Nothing, Sometimes. nothing worse than fucking yourself. <laughs> nothing worse? No, not when you're a self-loathing idiot like most of us. <laughs> Are you saying you don't want yourself? Uh, no, that's not what. I, anyway. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I, I was going to say that I've never used a sock, but I'm not sure that's true. Have you ever tried a heating pad? No, I've never owned a heating pad. You know those, like, nice flannel heating pads? Ooh. Ooh. Did he just get bored? I don't know. Maybe he cut Maybe out. he's in the elevator. Maybe, I don't know. Screw, yeah. screw him. Okay, well. <laughs> 88 fingers Maybe I scared him with the socket to me. Could be. He's afraid of me. <laughs> Who isn't? A few couple people left. 
fewer and fewer by the day. Yep. Yep. I'm a scary broad. You are. You're one frightening motherfucker. (laughs) You frightening motherfucker. Bam, 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 bam. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Everybody dance now. Boom, 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 boom. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of heavy. Boom, boom, boom. Is that even the same song? I don't know. I don't know. There's about four songs that are all identical. Everybody dance now. Subscribe on iTunes. Vote for us on Podcast Alley. You'll make the world better. Fantasize about us when you whack off with your socks. Yeah. Boops. When you're knocking boots. Knocking boots all night long. Thank you, Michael Beckwith, for yet another enjoyable, wonderful fairy tale. It was a little fairy phobic, don't, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, a little. Uh, I thought. A little on. Uh, but uh, we we still we still love them. I, I, I think it was meant in good fun. I hope so. I hope so, too. Uh, and that's it for tonight. Say good night, whore. Good night, whore. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. One sock on and one sock off. Diddle diddle dumpling, my son John. Went to bed with the stockings on. One shoe off and one shoe on. Diddle little dumpling, my son John. Yeah. Buttons. Word or buttons. Word or buttons. Word or buttons. Word buttons. Or Preston. Word. <laughs> you can't do just word. Word. I was gonna do word. Whore. Whore. Whore! Oh, good one. Sorry. Yeah, now you ruined it. No, I'm sorry. Do it again. Whore! 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 Yay! Whore! You just made wine come out of my nose. That's what I'm looking for. Do it again. No laughing. That's the perfect ending. That's why I insisted on doing this separately. Yeah, I'd be laughing doing this anyway. Oh,